You are listening to the Coles and Whips podcast. Finally got the team back together. Hello and welcome to season two, episode nineteen of the Colson Lives Podcast. As always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungatehawk. Yeah. Uh so we've been busy this year. Um as you all know. Obviously. <laughs> I know. So, if you're still listening to this, we thank you very much. Um, however, we will not be coming back next season. Uh, we think it's best with how the show is going. Um, it's not exciting us the way that we want. And rather than just being a podcast about, hey, this show could be a lot better, uh, and talking about all the bad stuff... And since we've been so busy and it's been so stressful and we just don't feel that it's worth the effort anymore. Um, So regretfully, this is our penultimate episode of this show. Uh, Yeah, it's sad, but we think it's... The wise person once told me, if doing a podcast is not fun, maybe you shouldn't be doing a podcast. Yeah, basically is kind of where we're at. Um, so chances are we may come back for the big movies and whatnot and do many episodes there. Uh, but that remains to be seen. We shall see. Yes. But enough of lame boringness. Let's get into this week's episode, which is the Dirty Half Dozen followed closely by Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, Yeah, so full disclosure, it's been a little while since I've watched this because I watched it before Avengers. What part of no didn't you understand? The part where you won't take me to Lincoln. I told you no one enters or leaves afterlife until we know it's safe. It'll be too late by then. S.H.I.E.L.D. may be wrong about a lot of things, but they never leave a man behind. I'm sorry. Don't give up hope just yet. This guy can save Lincoln. I saw her do it. What, you've seen it? We think Rainer's gift may allow her to see things before they happen. I thought her gift was spinning really fast to collect gold rings. Tell me what you saw. Maybe she's right. What I saw doesn't make much sense. Why would Coulson be working with Ward? Coulson and Ward were together back at Cal's office, but I didn't tell anyone. You have to go. You do go. Go where? Lincoln's in a dark room with two doctors. They're cutting into him. You find him. You're the only one who can save him. You have to take me. I promised Jai Ying I wouldn't use my gift. You need permission to save a friend? Last time I went back for Lincoln, Hydra almost captured me. How will this be any different? Because where you take Sky is a long way from Hydra. All right, uh, so Season 2, Episode 19, The Dirty Half Dozen, written by Brent Fletcher and Drew Z. Greenberg, and directed by Kevin Tancher-Rowan. Still have no idea if that's the 
correct pronunciation, but we'll go with it. Well, he hasn't told us otherwise, so. Exactly. Spell correct. So in this episode, Gonzalez and Coulson must find a way to put their differences aside and work together against Hydra, even if it means teaming up with someone they don't trust. Who could that be? Dun, dun, dun. Definitely not Ward. Oh, it's wait. probably Ward. It's probably Ward. Oh, wait. Definitely Ward. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. It's Ward. It's Ward. It's Ward. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Definitely a fun episode. Uh, it's It's building up to hopefully a great finale. Um, and also a great movie. But Yeah, it was a pretty good lead-in um, in that it didn't say anything really specific, but it set up the totally ridiculous opening to Avengers Age of Ultron, which makes zip sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is really how the tie-ins should work, where it's like... it tells its own story in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, but it has, you know, the little bit of zest that uh, make leads into Age of Ultron, and the people who watch Age of Ultron, who have also seen this episode, are like, oh, it's that thing that they were talking about, but it's not, like, overwhelming, and it's not, like, necessary. It's just uh, yeah. the, the cherry on top, if you will. Right. Yeah, and it still the movie still makes sense mostly. <laughs> you know, if you if you like the movie, I know half of online is flailing around about it was horrible, and half is it was wonderful, and I'm like, it was an adventure movie. Right. I'm in the middle, and yeah, it like, was it's, fun. It's good, um, but it still made mostly sense. You just felt like you were missing an introduction, like a voiceover. Yeah. Which was what the Agents of Shield episode basically ended with. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It set up all the major players for where why they were where they were, and <clears throat> they gave the team the clue that they needed to get them started, which is why it worked. But it was it was subtle. It was interesting to see them um leading into the movie as opposed to uh recoiling from the movie like in the other episodes. Yes. Yeah, that Although, was nice. I'm sure there's some of that. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. In the episode that we have not yet watched. I'm kind of excited about it, actually. Right. Yeah. Gonzalez is totally a little... Ugh, anyway, he's just so smarmy. I hate him. Well, he... I'm waiting, waiting for the backfire to happen. You know it's happened. <laughs> I think that either we're going to hate Gonzalez and we're going to have to deal with him in the next season, or he's going to do something that's going to make us love Gonzalez, and then Gonzalez and Colson can work together. I would I don't totally know which be way okay to... with a buddy cop season between Colson and Gonzalez. Right. I where, don't know. Where, where he's, he's such... the straight man and Colson is the funny one, like Mel Gibson. But yeah. he's such an administrator. Right. It wouldn't happen, you know? but I would enjoy it. Possibly, possibly. It would take some work to get there, though, from where we are right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. So, Raina's all Oh, we also have have inhuman stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Raina's visions are like crazy violent and stuff and then they happen and it's like oh she's gaining control of her powers super quick because that happens in afterlife i think that now she realizes what they are she can harness them yeah before it's like oh i have nightmares now it's like oh i have nightmares that are definitely real well yeah there's that thing of okay so so she was having the nightmares they were freaking her out because it was super focused on sky who she has problems with Mm-hmm. And then at that point, it's just why is my subconscious freaking out about this girl? Why? Why? And then she finds out, oh, I am seeing the future. Let's expand that. I don't want to focus on Sky anymore. And I 
presume there's some behind the scenes things that are going on that we don't see. Because why would they leave somebody with a potentially that powerful of an ability to just rot? And on top, but there was the conversation between her and Sky's mom, whose name I can't remember. Jia Ying. Jia Ying. Uh, where she said, I thought we were having discussions and what we did with these visions, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, Raina's oh, yeah. like, whatever, I don't care. I'm telling who I want. And, and don't don't use it to manipulate and all that. Yeah. And I was totally on Raina's side in this, which felt really strange. The interesting yeah. thing for me is, like, if if she sees the future and doesn't tell anyone about it, it's still going to happen. If she sees the future and tries to tell people to do the opposite of those things, it's probably still going to happen. Like, are we living in are we living in a multiple timeline sort of vision world, or are we living in one where whatever is fated to happen is fated to happen, regardless of what you try to do to stop it? You know. Well, because in this one, it definitely matters that she tells Sky because if she doesn't tell Sky that she saw Sky saving Lincoln in this place, then Sky's not going to go because she's not going to know it's a thing. So it's definitely a causation sort of thing mm. she's seen this so she has to say because she's seen it but if she had it also said, helps that it totally helps her um standing so to speak in afterlife Raina's does yeah yeah it is Raina serving as well as helping other people yeah which is nice to see her being constructive with her shitty situation <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice to see reina just in general being interesting again um and yet cal and Jia Ying have that nice conversation of i don't know about that reina chick and cal's just like yeah uh she's kind of crazy you shouldn't trust her coming from cal it's kind of hilarious she's crazy about right. a box of cats Yes. I mean, it's true. She's totally manipulative. But coming from him, it's really funny. Because he's crazier than a box of cats. He yeah. doesn't actually say that. No, I know. Sorry, it's something I'm trying out. I don't know if it's working. No, it's not working. Box of angry cats? Mm. they both crazy. What's the quote from the other one? You can smell the crazy on them? Something like that bag of cats he's fast and she's weird uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> spoilers spoilers yeah it's coming yeah if anybody hasn't seen age of ultron why are you listening to our podcast you should probably go <laughs> you should probably that. go and do that. right well wait well we won't are you, you back can pause us. awesome if, if you press pause we will wait if not then tough luck ow no quentin no attacking my hand well, don't give him your hand to a cat. Trying to give him pet things. He doesn't want pets right now. Oh, he wants something. The cat is being crazy. You are being distracting. Sorry. Anyway. So, let's see. So, we have that's kind of what's going on in the world of the Inhumans, minus the fact that um, Lincoln is totally being experimented on by Hydra because they're Hydra. That's no good. Um, and they have to go save him. Yes. And, and do recon. Yes. For Theta Protocol, potentially. What is yes. Theta Protocol? Nobody knows. Except at the end of the movie, we totally do. Yeah. Or at the end of the show, beginning of the movie, we totally know. Right. Uh, yeah. So we've got that side of things, and then we have shield-ish side of things. Shield plus shield plus ward. Plus real shield. (laughs) Yeah, shield plus shield plus ward. Sort of. (laughs) Equals betrayal. What? What's her name? Kara. Kara, who gave herself a name. How cute. No, it's her name. I know, but she's taking it back. And her face. And um, her face. Oh, that was last episode. That was last episode. 
and she totally gets left behind, which I felt really bad for her about for her. Yeah. On the other hand, she really is not stable enough to go into this situation. No. She is also high on the crazy list. Yeah. There are a lot of we have a lot of we have a lot of crazy people right now. Basically. Ward is pretty high on the list still, even though he's sort of starting to turn back into good guy ward. Right. He's um, more he's more into nose he's bad guy ward instead of pretending he's good guy ward. Or he's bad guy ward with good intentions or he's good guy ward with bad intentions. We don't know. Why he's on my lazy on my crazy list. Yeah. Uh and then Kara, who's also just crazy. Crazy through no fault of her own. There was some nice interaction between uh some of our regulars who are sort of starting to worry about becoming back into the fold. Mainly Hunter and Mac. Um, I remember Claire being like, what? Why is this conversation even in there? And I was like, I don't know. I kind of dig it. And it was the one where they're sitting at the bar. Or no, they're sitting. They're working on fixing up tools or something. And Mac's like, I'm going to buy you a beer or something. And Hunter's mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm going to buy you. You're going to buy me. Like, um, I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, And I, you choked I, I me did. out and hid me behind an SUV. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't really like it because it felt super forced. Felt like everybody was mending fences all over the place for no real good reason. Because the reason of, well, they might all die, it's like, yep, that happens all the time in S.H.I.E.L.D. And they don't do this. So why are we doing this now? Well, but at the same time, Ward's sort of a freedom fighter and a gun for hire until recently. So maybe he understands the idea that it was, I had to knock you out. I did it in the least painful way possible so that I didn't jeopardize my mission and there's no hard feelings. Mm, It was Mm, That's fair. Maybe after a long line. But I think that interaction specifically was pretty all right. Yeah. And I also liked the Fitz and Simmons fence mending as well which well, i think they, was episode they kind last. of they they fence mended before oh they've been they've been trying to mend fences for a month now if not longer we had what i mean is that we had the groundwork for them mm. it wasn't yeah. just like oh we're totally gonna do this because um big mission yeah yeah theirs was good uh i totally was into the hunter max scene uh it was fun to watch yeah, it doesn't really make sense, like, in the whole scheme of things. Definitely felt a little forced, but I was okay with it because I really enjoy watching Hunter. That's true. He's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, so Finally, what happens in the facility? Yeah, shit goes down. First off, we start off with uh, Lincoln and Deathlock hanging out together, uh, which is they have a nice little conversation about if we need to if we're going to get out of here, we need to get out of here. And then they're totally, and then they're totally pulled apart, yeah. knocked <laughs> out from the knockout tech in the ceiling like twice. On the plus side, it looks like it's not quite as hard on the body as an actual taser. This is good. Well, a taser wouldn't have worked on on Mike Peterson. Yeah, probably. That's true. I'm sure he's shielded. <laughs> you would think so. Uh, yeah, it's a really interesting pairing of those two, and then they point out that it's an interesting pairing, and it becomes less so. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Like, um, look at how clever we are. Right. If you have to say it, it's not that clever. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we get a lot of fun action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Oh, my gosh. And we get Sky having a ridiculous amount of control. Right. Oh, my so gosh. So she must have been practicing with the mountain a lot. And also, like, a ridiculous amount of flipping around and shooting people's skills. Oh, yeah. Makes her, for an awesome her... scene, but... Not we're really. beating up dudes and like blowing up the thing that made the gas happen, and I, that whole sequence was just so well choreographed. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was really fun to watch, and it was a huge leap in power. Maybe 
like can can we explain this away by saying well now that she's in tune with her vibration power she can feel people coming she's got a little bit of daredevil going on <laughs> i i would be okay with this perfect love it retconned <laughs> nailed it cut the check uh cut the check no! <laughs> oh boy um so yeah that that whole scene was great uh a lot of fun action. And we get the of course the stupid cheesy line that I absolutely loved of hey look, we're back together again. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. You could hear it coming. You could hear it coming. And then you're like, ah uh, There was the there was a one that was earlier where he was all like, Well, look at all this stuff that I did for you and look at how good things are going for you. Way to go. And she's like, How about this time I just don't put any bullets into you? We're even. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Lord. He's such a <laughs> sad, He's overly a little... optimistic, crazy man. He's a little smartastic right now, that's for sure. Yes. Yep. I want to care about him, but I don't know. I still do. I, I still don't. expect him I to be a good care. thing to the show. Like... Look, he's going to be a force of nature in this show is one way or another, whether he's a good guy, whether he's a bad guy, however they choose to implement him, he's going to be around for a while. I think you either have to like get on board the, the train or, or it's just going to be frustrating for you. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I feel like what they did with him was good for where they're going with him. The whole, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to talk about this, and I'm sorry, and okay, we're just gonna move on. Uh yeah. Done. Let let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the writer saying, look, this was maybe not the best choice, but hey, we're where we are and might as well move forward. We're just gonna deal with it. All right. Good deal with it. Yeah. Yep. My la- my last favorite moment was the very very end when he shows up and Gonzalez is all you need to give me the toolbox right now and then he's, he's like, all like here you go here you go I'm done with it it's open also also Nick Fury might want that back when he shows up and Gonzalez's face just kind of drops oh you thought you've gotten away from him you've been doing something he really wouldn't want you to do by the way that whole disobeying a direct order thing from like a year back welcome. Welcome back to Shield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So his uppance will come, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. I like whatever that was. Good. Yeah. Yep. So somewhat uh family guy reference, but mostly just play on words. Because I feel like I used that a few times before Family Guy did. But Family Guy <laughs> has a bigger reach than I do, so fair enough has to take mm-hmm. some of the credit for influence. Anyways. Um, mm, I've got a couple of character things still. Oh, character things? Um, one being, there's the whole thing with Simmons and how blood th- there's... That's true. Because, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. He may be bad, but you're just going to slap a splinter bomb on Ward? What the hell? She had to do what she had to do, and she ended up killing our she only killing Hydra Bunchy. asset. <laughs> but I didn't really trust him, even though Ward totally said he was under control. I don't, I don't think know. he was really. He did all eventually lead everyone control. to everything. Yes, but I just still didn't trust him anyway. Um, I suppose that's fair. But it's hard to trust a spy. Yes. Yeah. Precisely. Um. So yes, I was glad she didn't get Ward, but. Why was she going there in the first place? Yeah. Because because he dropped her in an ocean and handicapped her best friend. So he she's going to disintegrate him. Left him for dead. Could have potentially killed both of them. Yes, but we've had the moment when she could have had this in in <clears throat> you know reactionary hot-blooded whatever when he was in the cell that's fair i guess yeah i'm i'm with you claire i don't feel like we earned that relationship that anger from her um i can see it but we did we didn't we didn't see it um 
like in my head i can see the line from you know being dropped in there and her best friend kind of losing part of his brain because of it to you know right. let's kill this guy but but Fitz is mostly better now even if he's a mm-hmm. little different and they've already had all of this time where she could have had that reaction when he was there and it was immediate and Fitz is still also doing these things. Like he tried to charge a word from across the airplane and then Hunter had to grab him. And he went and told, he went and told Jim that he's like, I, I almost beat up board on the plane. It's just like, what really? It's like, yeah, I tried to hold me. But it feels <laughs> more real from Fitz. Right. It's true. I think he's a better actor. That's part of it. Oh. Uh, I think the other part is if we had seen some of this reaction from Gemma you know, seeded throughout this season, it might have worked better. Rather than having her angry at Fitz, being, like, angry at Ward and kind of taking it out on Fitz. Yeah, that would have been a really great way to play it. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, But, yeah, total disconnect from where she should have been to blowing up Bakshi. Yeah, no way Ward is going down that easily. Oh, oh no, of course not. I knew something was going to happen, but I'm going to be. It was either that or people are going to get really, really mad at, at Simmons for doing it. If Or, I don't know. I, I didn't know. think she was ever actually going to get it onto Ward, but I thought that maybe somebody else was going to catch her and she'd get in big trouble or something. Yeah. But Ward played it pretty close to the chest, too. So yep. he didn't, like, sell her out. But he had the opportunity. Yeah. Where's Bachi? Uh, he, um, not with us anymore. Didn't make it. <laughs> In pieces. Shattered I mean, he didn't say that, but he could have. He thought the pieces. <laughs> uh, if only. Yeah, his character arc is super interesting in the sense that I don't, I still have no idea what he's up to. Like, his motivation is completely unclear, apart from he seems to really care about Sky and seems to really care about uh, Kara. Uh, Because, you know, he abandons her to make sure she gets the help that she needs. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna see it that way, though. <laughs> oh no! I did like to see between her and Bobby though in the in the med bay. Yeah, talking about you know having been brainwashed and wanting help and yada yada yada. It was a good little scene. Yep, because they were both Hydra, one by choice and one by not choice. One definitely not by choice, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the. It is a nice parallel between those two. Because really they are. They did go through the same things, except that Mockingbird was undercover and (laughs) Kara got brainwashed. Which sucks. Yep. Cool. Um, So tech, we've got the splinter bombs. Yeah, which we've seen before. Are now are we developing those now or are they just left over from the hydro raids? I think they're left over. Yeah, that was my impression. Uh, yeah, it's she gets it out of something, so I think it's left over. We've got the knockout tech in the ceiling of the hydro base. Yep. Yeah. And that seems to be the same tech that we had last episode when they threw that weird grenade. Just ceiling yeah. mounted. I would agree. Yeah, and I think that's it. We also have um, whatever the we we see sort of firsthand whatever the process that made the Maximoff twins happen happening to right Lincoln. Yeah. Well, except we don't think the process is actually completed because they kind of interrupt them in the middle of. Basically cutting him open. Well, not only that, but they but they said no one has survived this much of the process except for the twins. Except for the twins. So it's obviously started. Still in but... the mid- if they're still midway, yeah. But they also said he wouldn't have taken much more, which means he was not lying in that world. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then we get Sky's hands as petals. Is that totally oh, oh yeah, she I forgot about that. She didn't liquefy his internal organs, how? Unless I mean, I'm unless glad, I'm glad, but <laughs> she somehow was able to shake his ability to use electricity to shock his own heart. Which could I be don't, really interesting. If that is the case, she is an extremely potent superhuman. Yes. But we already knew that. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot about that too. Uh, crazy. But. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, I guess we'll see how that goes next week. Yeah, we should get some sort of reaction. Yeah. As the shit hits the fan. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit hits the fan. I'm excited for the next episode. Yes. Uh, I think I've run through my quotes for the week, for the week in our descriptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've What's got it? most of mine. Finally got the team back together. <laughs> oh, no, there's one more. Ward and her and Sky are hiding behind and taking fire. And Ward turns to her and goes, "Just like old times, right?" She's like, "Not just like old times." And, and then, then whips around the corner and demolishes a room with earthquake powers. <laughs> yep. And he's like, uh, oh. <laughs> oh. "Oh shit!" Uh, and she, yeah, she's got some great lines. She's back to her normal quippy self because she's got it's also because. Of- Sick I'm of her still happy I out. shot you. It's a good line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then towards the beginning, uh, Raina, they're explaining Raina's powers and how she has premonitions. And <laughs> Ward goes, oh, I thought her gift was spinning really fast and collecting rings. Yeah. The Sonic the Hedgehog reference. Love it. Uh, yeah, that was so good. Sweet. Well, that's that episode, I think. Uh, next yeah, week's episode is called Scars. And then we end up the season with SOS, which we'll be talking about both of those next week. Yep. So. And I imagine Scars is both a personal and a worldwide commentary on what happened in this episode and what happened with Age of Ultron. Yeah. I would say that's probably accurate. I would... Dr. Luke, get me out of here! Just like old times, huh? Not exactly. So that's what happened in Puerto Rico. The least you can do is thank me. How about I just don't try to kill you again? Cool. Um, let's talk Avengers Age of Ultron then. Nice segue. Okay. Nice segue. Well done. So as we said, we lead in quite nicely from the whole thing with Hill and Coulson of does that mean you found it and big vision that Reyna has about the scepter and Theta Protocol and it's time to bring in the Avengers. And then we lead into gigantic battle. <laughs> yeah, immediately into a big fight. Because it, uh, I feel like the the first movie had a whole bunch of stuff happen and then there was that culmination of all the people on the field and that was sort of the introduction to the last act of the movie. And it was nice that they kind of mirrored that moving into the first act of the next movie with all of the Avengers on the battlefield again and having that nice sort of lineup, epic action slow-mo shot, which is very, which like it feels very worked. comic book cover, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, for, once, for once, the slow-mo shot actually worked. Yeah, there's two scenes in this movie that are like very much what I imagine a splash page would look like on t- or on the screen. The first one yeah. is that first scene there with the jump shot from the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second is at the end when they're guarding the church. The church. Yes, piece. when everybody's yeah. spinning around yeah. that central. Yeah. 
there. That is like super splash pagey. Like yeah. it's so good. Um, you know what I love about the movie version of that splash page though, is that while everyone is moving in slow motion, they can play with the speed of the world by having you know most people moving in relatively slow motion, and then you have Pietro just sort of weaving in and out at almost normal speed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like here's the slow mo, and here's the guy who's running. So fast that everything else is slow mo to him. So good. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, I don't know where to start with this movie. Uh, it's big. it's real big. Yeah. Do you want me? Can I get my overview on it from my from my? Do you want to just start there? Yeah, I'll start there. The plot overview, but my but my my the way I feel about the movie overview. Yeah, do it. I I think that. A lot of the pitfalls that they were that they avoided very successfully in the first movie um, were harder to avoid in this one. In the first movie, we had all of the different characters that got introduced in all different movies, and then we brought them all together when we knew where all of them were at and what was going on with them. And it was mostly just a watching them sort of combine. And the um, only new thing there was the Chitauri. And they didn't even really come into the play until the last act. In this movie, we had. All of our characters assembled, ready to go, which was great. And instead of like just sort of watching them react and react to circus, it's like, all right, now we need to introduce the concept of Ultron. Now we need to bring the concept of Ultron to fruition and then turn it against them and then let it develop and then let it find its peak and then close it out because we need to end the movie with Ultron God because we can't have him continuing to exist in the next movie because then... You know, it's too dangerous. Uh, also, we need to do the same thing with the Vision. Also, also, we need to do the same thing with the Maximoff twins. Uh, and then also, also, we need their story to end with them being on the side of the Avengers. So we're going to have a lot of sort of very intricate, long arcs that are all sort of compressed into this two-and-a-half-hour spectacle film. That being said, were were this two movies and they had done like uh uh Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes Back it I think they could have really expounded on those and done some really effective stuff with it and the stuff that they did have was generally very effective it just felt rushed yeah it felt mm-hmm. like there was too much in one movie yeah uh that's definitely where i'm at as far as major complaints um that being said like for somehow pacing didn't really feel too rushed like it definitely tried to take on too much for the time frame but the 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 pacing didn't suffer a whole lot because of it yeah yeah it kept rolling right along i didn't have a problem with that just at the end of the movie I felt like there had been too much crammed into it. Yeah. There were some nice breather moments, which is good to give us a chance to relax before they moved on to the next action sequence. And the, 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 the level of the, the frenetic energy of all of the different sequences were, were relatively contained and worked well in their own sort of sequences. You know, they, they were all really well encapsulated. Um, each of them worked well. I did. We had a couple of things that seemed like throwaway moments, like all the stuff with the hammer, yeah. which then sets up how Vision is actually a good guy. Thor's like, I'm totally um, okay with this. Well, we're, uh, we're, we're good. fine. We're good here. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing I can say that will make you trust me. So let's go fight. Here's your hammer. Wait, no one can pick up the <laughs> hammer. What? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think we're good here. Gentlemen? 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 Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what made that was the total fact that Vision has no idea this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that we spent like five minutes earlier watching them try to pick it up and no one could except Cap made it move. Totally worried when, <laughs> when it shifts when Steve grabs it. <laughs> so good. Uh he's gonna try it real hard, but he gave it a little he gave it a little budge. <laughs> Uh yeah, that whole scene is great. Um just a lot about this movie is great. Like every individual piece pretty much works. It, again, it's the 
doing all of those things in one movie. Yeah. I thought James Spader as Ultron was great. I thought I personally did not love the moving mouth on the Ultron robot. No, I, yeah, I could go either way. It didn't, yeah, it didn't bother me. That's a good way to put it. Uh, It was like whatever. Well, okay. The only, the only thing that I can say that would, that gives it any credo in my book is that credence, whatever, uh, is that Ultron is trying to turn himself into a human entity. Like his journey is, to go from digital to physical to human. And so as his upgrades come and he he evolves more and more sort of distinctly humanistic as he goes. Um, So maybe that explains robot mouth. You sing sound like a real mouth. It does have um, bits that look like jaw muscles, which I kind of liked. Mm. Yeah. Spader was amazing, though. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, it was also nice to finally see Paul Bettany. Yes, true. Oh, yeah. And just hearing him. Has- Speaking of payoff, I mean, it's only been four movies since he's been introduced, and now he gets to own the vision role like fucking brilliance. It's so good. Like a bot. Yeah. Like a bad and the way they wrote him was so good. Yeah. Like that that the I think the most interesting okay, if we're looking at um what was it that we used to call when we when we were guessing what was gonna happen next? Predictions? Yeah. The most interesting line in the movie from a prediction standpoint was when the vision tracks down the last Ultron robot and yeah. they're talking about humanity. And Ultron says, they're interesting humans. And the Vision goes, yes, very interesting. And then Ultron goes, they're all doomed, though. And Vision goes, well, of course, but it'll be cool while it lasts, basically. Um, and that is, that is a very interesting, interesting conceptually for me. I don't know why. Like, he, has, he must have some sort of glimpse at the bigger picture of what's happening in the universe. Well, any species... Is doomed because either it stagnates and ends, or it becomes, or it becomes comes. something else. So either way, the the species when you're talking about it at that moment will not last forever. They will either change or they will die. It's how it works. Yeah, fair point. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just a lot. Just a lot happens. Um, there are things that like I don't feel like I need to talk about because they are sort of the major spoilers of the movie, and I don't really want to drop them. How do you feel about that? Okay. Everybody should have by this point. I mean, we can. We can subdivide it. Yeah, anything to say before we hit the spoilers gong, so to speak? Uh, I, uh, no, I think that's part of the spoiler stuff. Uh, um, yeah, I like seeing all the characters, the secondary characters that they brought back. Uh, yeah, kind like of, bringing in War Machine. Bring in Falcon. Yeah. Even if it was just the itty bitty. It was only in like two scenes, but it was worth it. Yeah. Uh, that being said, super weird. They didn't have the ladies, Pepper Potts and Jane Foster, to be specific. Especially because yeah, I think they might have been a contractual issue for a joke. Yeah, but it's not like the- they don't have the money for it. The movie's already made like seventy billion dollars yeah, or something there's no there's no we don't have money to get them in it might be that they didn't want to do it it that's possible um unlikely i i think yeah i don't know i haven't done any reading i haven't done any research on it sorry we're gonna give you a million dollars to come here for one day to do this one scene they could have been the party scene yeah exactly um that being said 
how they deal with that is pretty good. The Jane's better combo. Yeah. Like it gets, it's super cheesy. And then Thor's like Jane's better. And it's like, Oh yep. Paid off. I'm okay with sitting <laughs> through that whole thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically all the Joss humor is amazing as usual. Um, and if this movie was 20 minutes to a half hour longer to tie up some of the tie in some of the uh, sporadic jumps, it would work better. Um, mm. And then it's great to get backstory on the Black Widow and the humanizing of Hawkeye. And that's yeah. what we will go say. into momentarily. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, official spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Avengers age of Ultron, first off, why are you listening this far? Second off, um, pause now, go watch it and come back. We're going to get into it now. Yeah. Yes. Right now. Gong noise. There we go. That's your warning. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sucks when the boat sinks. What do you want to start with? Hawkeye? Yeah. We just went to Hawkeye. So let's go ahead. Hawkeye, yeah, cute, great. I uh, like it. I don't know if it's necessarily comic book canon. I know that in in the Hawkeye trade that they're doing right now, he's sort of bachelor esque. Yeah. But I think which that, I kind of love, by the way. I would not have minded that Hawkeye in yeah, this movie. It's true, um, but it does explain why Natalie is Aunt Natalie. Yes, um, and it does explain where he was. <laughs> true. Yeah. During the other movies, where everybody was going, it's not where something... the hell is Hawkeye? Well, he's you know what he's in Nebraska working on his house. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and his wife it does a wonderful job of you know being a wife. Um, yeah, Lindman. Linda Cardellini. <laughs> she obviously is a par- fairly strong-willed woman, woman because there's not any other people there, and she's handling two children and running the farm while he's off being an Avenger. And a third on the way. Yep. Natalie. Actually, Nathan. Traitor. Nathan. Traitor. <laughs> that was awfully cute. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, and just I... having the anti-net scene it's like oh yep that clears up any sort of hidden romantic feelings that people might think that hawkeye and black widow have uh it firmly establishes the relationship yeah Yeah. and i'd never really seen them as a romantic pairing in the stuff that we'd seen these i know they have been in the comics Mm. but in the movies i never really saw any of that i saw partners right I didn't. I, I'm the same way, but you know, there's other people who have. I'm just different sure thoughts. that there are a ton of of fic writers who are head getting that right away. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's going every which, which way. I've been reading some of it. Some of it's really bad. Some of it's well written, and I'm okay with it. But some of it's weird. That's the best stuff. Uh, <laughs> my favorite. My favorite scene from the farmhouse scenes is. Uh, Iron Man and Captain America having a wood chop off at time. Captain America Getting grabs so at each other. grabs a log, just rips it, it rips in it half, in half. Yep. with his bare hands. His giant Captain and America like, bare really? hands. And then and then yeah, Iron Man's like or Tony's like, put that back on yeah. Don't steal don't touch when my it's the tiniest pile. <laughs> it's like three times bigger. On the Captain America side. Oh, so funny. Oh, Steve. He's so angry right now. Um, Such great yeah. setup for Civil I like War. That. And I, I, liked, I liked the thing with Hawkeye as the guy who cannot stop remodeling his house. Mm. Yeah. He has a problem. <laughs> and then they're driving through, like, chaotic downtown wherever. And he's like, you know what I need to do? Sokovia. I need to blow up that wall and just set up a, a studio in there. You know, get some light in there. Like, who eats in the Finish dining room? Who eats in the dining room? We're always eating in the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So good. An issue. An issue. Your wife is going to not be pleased. 
is uh, he is bad at static. That's fair. And they had all these nice little touches in the barn where it's like archery targets and old arrows and bows and things out there, which was nice. Yep. Dressing yep. wise. Yeah, obviously his house, not just a place where he's hiding. Yeah. It was well done. Okay. And it definitely made him more real since we haven't had very much of Hawkeye in the other movies. Can we do the Black Widow thing last? Because I think it's the one that I have the most to say about. Sure. Sure. And I'm not sure really what else. Um, Okay, so I have the Quicksilver thing. It was dumb, okay? It was silly. It was silly. He's been throwing, running around, throwing people out of the way of moving things. The whole scene with the train, where he's doing a fabulous job of getting people out of the way and not getting clipped himself. And then he can't manage to either, A, run them out of the line of fire, which would be super easy. He's been doing it a lot. And there were bigger guys that he moved out of the way of that train than Clint and a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, oh yes, get behind the blasted thing. You don't need to shove it and stop. Yeah. It was totally a throwaway. He didn't need to be shot. There was no actual reason for yeah. that to happen. The the only which makes me pissed off. The only thing that <laughs> it did from a from a character progression standpoint was piss Wanda off and Level really lose up, her shit but... but that was unnecessary like if he had been if he had been tagged let's shot in the hip or got a hero shot in the shoulder we didn't know if he was going to make it or not whatever that that would that have been fine and then like they shoot him in the leg he can't run anymore he's out of the fight you know same sort of thing he he throws himself in the line of fire in order to save uh, a teammate and a child we're, we're we're seeing the heroism we're getting the that's great the, the, and then wanda's mad because they shot him you can still do the the limit break. That's fine, and then you don't have to like ruin and destroy the potential of such an awesome character as Quicksilver. The only argument for it would be, well, maybe super speed is just too hard to control in a in a expanded cinematic universe. But fuck them, you're superhero movie writers, right? Movies about superheroes. <laughs> so that was that was my biggest beef with with the movie. I think. Was that that one moment was so hard to explain why they made that choice? I think. Um, I can tell you, it's because it's a Joss Whedon movie. And yeah, and, well, and a it poor, made, that's it a poor explanation too. Annoyed at him. Also, Quicksilver is over in the X Men universe, so contract yeah. contract things, copyrights. Except they co- totally retconned their backstory, so the only thing that's the same is the name. They're not even using Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch at that point. True. I'm sure there are maybe one or two Pietros in the world. <laughs> There's probably one or two Pietro Maximoffs. <laughs> oh, there was a there was a comic strip that Claire showed me earlier where it was like, uh, "Hey Pietro, what are, what are we doing today? Oh, we're fighting uh, a large." army of uh, robots M- metallic men you say hold on I'll be right back hey dad uh do you want to help us out with this and he's holding a he's holding tea. a cup of tea oh so cute anyway looking a little shell-shocked it was awesome nice whiplash <laughs> yeah but they had retconned all of that so it's not even the same Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. So I'm sorry, your argument does not actually hold water. The only thing in this case, the only thing that was at all payoff for it was the the payoff for the rule of three on what you didn't see that coming. Yep, but mm. that wasn't worth it. Eh, not worth it. Don't compare me with Stark. He's a sickness. Ah, Junior. You're gonna break your old man's heart. If I have to. Nobody has to break anything. Clearly, you've never made an omelet. You beat me by one second. Ah, this is funny, Mr. Stark. It's what, comfortable? 
Like old times? This was never my life. You two can still walk away from this. No, we will. If you believe in peace, then let us keep it. I think you're confusing peace with quiet. Yeah, huh? What's the vibranium for? I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan. Okay. Last twist. Not really a twist, but I didn't think it was necessary. The one that made the internet crack into in Twain. Yep. And the one that made haters... There are people howls of this argument. ...off of the internet. I don't think it's... I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, or let me rephrase. I don't think it's as big of a deal as the howling portions of the internet are making it. I agree. Neither side of this feels particularly right. You know, like the 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 comments that I was reading about it were were so asinine. Um, and like the 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 argue some of the so well thought out arguments that were sort of on I think Jezebel and things like that were were relatively relatively well thought out and and educated and and well written and that kind of thing and fine like we can have scholarly discussion about it but telling people that you're you know I'm not watching any more Marvel movies ever 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 it's like okay great I'm I, I wish that Joss Whedon would have his testicles chopped off in a car accident uh, it's like what so virulent why why is the internet such a caustic place because no one has to be there internet fuckwad theory yes. <laughs> yeah no one has to take responsibility because they're anonymous um of course we're talking about uh taking away scarlet witch's ability to have children and therefore that scarlet. makes her, her no, sorry black widow. black widow um scarlet johansson it's gonna yeah. throw me off until the end of time um taking away her ability to have children therefore making her a monster um that is not at all the way that i read that scene that's not how i interpreted it either but that is the way that the and a lot of people on the internet are interpreting it. it the internet saw it that way i feel like it's more that the training in general made yeah. her feel like she was a monster because it's not just there's quite a bit of focus on the so-called graduation ceremony which she specifies is when they were sterilized. Okay. But that's not the whole thing that happens in her um, which enhanced dream. Yeah. There's all, all includes shooting and obviously includes shooting people. We see that in the dream. Mm-hmm. There's commentary on the work, the amount of work that went into the training of these girls. That happens at the very beginning when she comments to what is presumably one of her teachers that they would were going to wear them out, break them. Um, so it's not just the so-called yeah. graduation ceremony. The, the one argument that I fully agree with that I read in some of the articles was they with with the vision, they had an excellent opportunity to actually explore some of the bigger atrocities that Scarlett Johansson's character Black, Black Widow. Widow had to face and they, and they didn't, didn't really touch on any of them like they highlighted three big ones the school fire Dragoff's daughter and Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo. and we didn't In, see we any, didn't of, see those any of those we only saw training stuff it was such a good opportunity to really tap into some of those really horrible like scarring moments of of the Black Widow's life and we didn't get to see any of that any of that stuff not that we want to i mean it's gonna be terrible and atrocious but this was their chance to really expand upon her backstory and we we, they dropped it i think all of the visions were a little sketchy Mm. um so i didn't feel like it was necessarily a fault with that one in particular but I think that people are howling for not a very good reason. Yeah, um, I think and it's then become there's the a whole thing of we have to pair her with someone. Um, no, you don't actually. Just writers, if you have one female character, that doesn't mean she has to be anybody's girlfriend or a potential girlfriend. She can just be a badass by herself. 
just saying as a woman you don't have to define yourself by what you are in relation to one or more men just saying this is true that's a strong point and i think that another of the of the articles that i read that said this is this point is driven home mostly the only reason that this is actually a problem is that there's only one superhero female and there aren't any other ones that we can say well look at so and so they're not being forced into a relationship or whatever if and one of them decided to be in a relationship whatever we've got you know 11 others that are strong independent etc cetera, etc cetera. it's the fact that we have one that is a good shiny example of a superhero heroine in them and it's like well we've had five movies maybe it's time to shack her up with somebody and it felt i i disagree i think their relationship had a nice through line but well in the movie it did but you didn't see any of this coming and and i don't know it just felt like not that i have a problem with her and banner in general because i honestly don't care um but it just felt like okay why are you trying to do this i wanted them to spend more time on the other parts of the story yeah, in, a, in, a, in a movie that had way too much stuff in it this was not necessary i know we're trying to do a lot but here have some romance yeah. um oh thank you i feel like it was more necessary for banner's story to get him to be um I don't, she's kind of the catalyst for him leaving. He doesn't want to hurt anybody, uh, and she's kind of the humanity. She brings the humanity out of the Hulk. I guess. Um, yeah. It uh, felt a little forced that he left that way, too, especially since everybody up to that point is like totally accepting of who he is and all of the stuff. I mean, they've been around him enough that when he pretends that he's going to hulk out with lifting the hammer, they're all just like, yeah, uh-huh, right. Yeah. You've pulled this before. <laughs> <laughs> no one is scared of you. So the the running away to save everybody just made zip sense to me. Yeah, it, it's something subtle that if we had a few more scenes with him, then it would have worked. But like, I think we got enough of it with the first scene. And then the Hulk versus Iron Man scene that just destroys the city. Uh, that, and his reaction to all of those that it built up to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to bring up that somebody mentioned that like you don't need his uh, or you don't need the woman being saved by a man and uh, Mark Ruffalo shot back to that tweet with like uh, oh I thought that Hulk was the one the damsel in distress being saved by Black Widow and it was great yeah and I didn't have a problem with that part of the relationship it just felt like they were, it felt like it was forced. Mm. That's fair. With the whole, all that they've, they've gotten good friends and she can still do the whole lullaby thing. I, I don't know. It just, it just felt awkward to me. There are some people who are pretty pissed about the idea of the lullaby too, not because of the, the technical, like what it, what it represents more that, like oh let's put scarlett johansson's character into this motherly role and then take away her ability to be a mother and it's like we might be reading a bit far in reading a little into this yeah all right well it's getting late so let's call it uh i think we're all agreed that this is a good movie but has some issues most of the issues being idiot commenters. Yeah. I think it's worth the watch. I don't think it's... Uh, there, there are some people... Sorry. I don't know when he's talking and I should go for it or if he's going to stop. <laughs> you go first and then I'll go. Uh, I, I'm done. That's Okay. 
I I know people have been throwing around that oh, Avengers two is better than the first one. I don't necessarily agree with that statement, but I don't think that it's not worthwhile to go see. I think it's definitely a, a, a good addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I just am also more excited about where we're going than I am with where we are currently, I think. Yeah, I think that Avengers, the first, um, is a more complete movie in and of itself. This one has is a lot of fun. Definitely go see it. Uh, but I don't think that it stands alone as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. As a single movie, the first one is far and away better. But this one is, yeah, this one's too interconnected. Um, but I think yeah. the director's cut might be able to be better than the Avengers. It, oh, if they did an extended director's cut, I would we'll totally end up fall watching in love it. with it. Yeah. We'll, we'll totally end up watching it. And it's totally enjoyable. It's a fun movie. We're still going to add it to our collection. It just, We're collectors. It just has issues. Yes. Take us out, Dan. All right. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback, Colson Lives Podcast at gmail.com, Colson Lives Podcast.blogspot.com. Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, yeah. As always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate Hawk. And we'll be back next week, finishing out the season and the podcast. End of an era. <laughs> Coastal Lives Podcast is an autological media productions podcast. Leave us feedback at coastallivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at coastallivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to check out our other podcasts at almproductions.net.